Hey everyone and welcome to Already Cancelled. I'm Peter, that is Connor, and we are going to talk about Star Trek The Next Generation Season 2 Episode 17. It's called Samaritan Snare. So, full spoilers for the episode, as always. This episode features the crew kind of split in two. Picard goes off to a starbase, much to his dismay, uh, with Wesley. More on why he's with Wesley. They're not actually going for the same reasons. They just both happen to be going to the base. Um, and they're off doing that. It's a medical reason for Picard. Uh, Wesley's getting some sort of exam, which is irrelevant to the episode outside of the fact that's why he's there. I mean, we don't see any of it. We don't hear about it past. It might be something that is relevant next episode you know okay you know whether oh, sure. or not he passes or fails the exams recently they've shown a level of continuity that this might be referenced but well they said they passed at the this... end oh yeah that's true yeah but it, it might have impact oh sure but yeah but they did confirm he passed because they said that he was allowed to stay studying on the enterprise because he yeah passed uh so so that's that but uh so that's the the b plot uh and then the A plot is the rest of the Enterprise answers the stress call and they meet a, a ship, uh, a Packlin ship, and we meet this new race of aliens we've not seen before and they're requesting help, it's engineering related, Geordi offers and he kind of becomes a bit of a captive <laughs> over the over the course of the yeah. story um, and they kind of have to try and get him back via trickery uh, and not by force and that's basically the gist of the episode um so did you enjoy samaritan snare it's not that good let's be honest no it's not that good there's a couple of decent moments but otherwise it's a pretty forgettable and dull episode to sit through it is what i will say is um i was a little hasty last time you know at the end of the episodes we'll look at the the description for the next one Mm -hmm. and i made some comments about it better give me a good reason why why Picard is going away for this medical procedure. And it at least made a point of acknowledging that, hey, you know, it could have just been done by Pulaski on, on the ship, but he didn't want that. So I'll, I'll give it credit in that regard. No, I mean, it was a whole story beat. It was a whole character thing that he didn't want it. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you're full of shite and should not uh, open your big fat mouth. As, as basically uh, hey, what... no, no, hey, come on. I'm, I'm admitting here that I just assumed they wouldn't have acknowledged this, and uh, I, I was wrong. In the bigger uh, man here. I mean, you, this was you jumping to conclusions anyway, because you had no idea what the surgery was. Is it something Pulaski can do? It, it, it was because, if I recall, in the description, it said routine surgery, which is why I th- felt that Pulaski could have done it. And and I was like, this this feels weird. Um, I don't know. Yeah. I, I can buy that the on-ship doctor can perform something that is considered routine in the sense that it's routine to the specific place that you go to get this done, right? It's not like every doctor can do heart surgery. And I know we're in Star Trek, and I know that everything's a bit more advanced. I don't think it's out of the realm of the possibility that when you actually get the information, it might make more sense. I, I, I started this by saying I, I was wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Picard's away for this procedure. It's a heart... We actually find it later. He refers to it as a cardiac uh, replacement. replacement. Yeah, which obviously something we can do. <laughs> it, 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 to <laughs> us, that, that sounds pretty serious, not routine. Yeah, uh, but pretty routine uh, in the world of Star Trek The Next Generation. And 
you know, we don't know what it is at first, though. He's just arguing with Pulaski. She's saying, you've put this off long enough, it needs to happen. And he's like, fine, you know, I'll go to the base. And she's like, no, I can do it here. He's like, no, 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 I'm not having it. It's about image. It's about image. I'm not having it here. And he's like, look, it'll be safe. Your secret will be safe with me. Nope, I'm not doing it here. Um, So he's very upset about it. And um, we've already heard that Wesley's going off to the starbase for his test. And Picard comes on the bridge and says to Wesley, hey, uh, you're going to, via the shuttle to, to Starbase 5? And he's like, yes, sir. He's like, well, I'll be joining you. Uh, gear up. And he's like, oh, you will? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, you know, and there's a quick scene explaining that Wesley's kind of like nervous about how he, because it's like a five-hour trip or something like that. But they get to the shuttle bay, or they get into the shuttle, it's kind of awkward for a bit. Wesley's trying to make conversation. Picard's reading his book. He doesn't want to talk about it. He lets out that it's cardiac replacement, but he doesn't really want to talk about anything else. But enough time passes that eventually, it's when he gets the tea and the sandwiches out that ultimately he ends up opening up a little bit more. Yeah, worth noting though that, that Wesley is a, a bit of an inconsiderate dick here, where Picard's there quite content just reading his book, and Wesley's like, Look, I know you don't like me. I'm like, okay. And and Picard literally moves further away to a different chair. And Wesley still turns around and tries to talk to him. So just let the man read his book. However, uh, there is one line of dialogue here that I have to point out that uh, made me spout out my drink uh, oh. when it was ordered. Uh, you know, Wesley keeps trying to get personal. He keeps trying to talk to Picard about, uh, you know, did, did you not, you know, wish you had kids? Did you never get married? Um, and you know, Picard explains, oh, he was too focused on his career, and he was, you know, being a dedicated Starfleet officer with a, you know, high goals, you know, wanting to get high in the ranks. That usually comes with a sacrifice, and not having time for normal family life, and so on and so on, is usually part of that that gig. And Picard, I can't remember the exact thing that Picard says. He says something about, uh, you know, having relations with a woman, woman or whatever, and Wesley says, and I quote, Oh, don't worry, sir. When it comes to women, I'm in complete control. <laughs> Wesley Crusher thinks that he... Is it... <sighs> I... I don't feel this is entirely by choice. What is... What does he mean, though? Like... <laughs> does, does he think he's a little Casanova? It wasn't that many episodes ago that he fell in love with some princess, and he like Gaining was giving him like like tips and tints every maybe two that seconds. Ended really badly, and he went full incel. <laughs> I just, I was completely. I just, if anything else, I was I was shocked that Picard didn't immediately just burst out laughing because it was such <laughs> a ridiculous statement. Like, and this is the thing, it's not because it's even it's Wesley, any 15-year-old boy saying this would be laughable. It really would, because, let's be honest, 15-year-old boys? No. No, they're not in control. No. Nor 25 or 35 or 45-year-old boys, let's be honest. But they, they 50 might be year olds, more in control, <laughs> yeah. definitely not 15. But 15-year-olds, no. And I just, but, I just, I couldn't like believe you said it. not in control. I'm just, it's it's one thing to say no I'm pretty comfortable and I get along with women or you know I'm, I'm not too worried about that because I'm pretty you know I, I like it's one thing saying I'm not super nervous or I feel comfortable around women or something like that no no he says he's in complete control the phrasing kills me yeah <sighs> it's kind of great but yeah, Picard tells a story about how he lost his heart, or how his heart and he replaced him. Physically lose it. Uh, he he got stabbed. Uh, he was in a ruffian star base or whatever, 
uh, and it was I mean it's changed now but back in his his uh, early days as a cadet it was uh, a bit of a wild west feels like this is a bit of a he's not too happy with the gentrification that's been going on he he, he misses the the wild west areas of of, of star bases I don't know about that. I, especially since I feel like there's always going to be more Wild Westy ones like further out. Like Probably, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, but he tells his story, he got into a bit of a fight uh, and got stabbed. He, he learned a lesson that day. Um, but, you know, and they get to the star base and they've kind of bonded a little bit and they're both kind of thankful and said they enjoyed their trip together. Um, although my favourite thing about this story is, is that Picard is munching sandwiches the entire time as he's telling this story. Yeah, yeah. You get the you get the impression that Patrick Stewart was just hungry that day. Yeah. Uh, can we do this scene with some sandwiches? Because they'll, 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 even little the sort of sandwiches that you would get at a catering table if they'd got they like catering. They'd literally just like gone, right, what have we got over there? Just grab them, stick them on a plate. Yeah. Uh, so Picard goes in for his, uh, his surgery and they're all like, they're all dressed in these weird red outfits. <laughs> um, you yeah. know, it's kind of like if if they designed a surgery outfit, but they had the cap attached to the rest of it, so they've just got like a window for their face. It's kind of, it, it, it's, it's like a uh, a hood on the uh, like you know the like the disease control uh, outfits. Kind of. There's more shape to the top of it though, like it's, yeah, it's got like is. a sort of rigid shape. If anything, it reminded me more of a nun than anything else. I can see that. It's like a red nun. Anyway, so they're doing their surgery, and then we cut, we cut away, of course, we come back, and they start like, oh shit, something's not quite right here, and there's, there's some technical medical mumbo-jumbo about something that's going wrong, and it's like, oh, this is, this is, this is bad. And eventually, of course, they, they, they tell the Enterprise that he's, he's basically next to death, and that presumably Pulaski's going to have to come in here as one of the, the best doctors in the galaxy to, to patch him up and make sure it was okay. Of course... The tension here is supposed to be from the fact that the Enterprise is currently engaged in a hostage situation with, with Jordi, um, as it is. And, you know, but other than that, once they do come back, Picard wakes up, Pulaski's there, and he's like, oh no, it's you. Uh, <laughs> he's like, you bitch, what did you do? And she's like, I saved your life, but don't worry, your image is safe with me, I will not tell a soul. And of course, the final scene of the episode is Picard coming on the bridge, and everyone starts cheering because he's okay. And he's like, "No, oh, you quiet down, wait this instant. You will stop this clapping." <laughs> um, and it's maybe it's an interesting bit of character for Picard that he's so wrapped up in the idea of like presenting himself as the captain, as the as the, as the rock that will not waver to to be the the steady hand for his crew, that he doesn't want to appear to be vulnerable ever. It's a strangely interesting thematic link from the last episode. With I can't remember what I'm say this Wesley shit last episode, in that you know the whole idea of justify uh, yourself right now. Yeah, yeah. You know, Riker was like I think it was Riker um, saying, you know, hey, when the captain makes a decision, you don't question him because he's the captain. Ah, yeah, okay. And and this is kind of Picard going, no, no, I'm the captain. I can't undermine that. This is why people don't question me. And he's worried that people might question him if they think he's weak for whatever reason. Yeah, and of course he's he's completely foolish. No one would ever think that. Everyone is nothing but respect for him. But of course, yeah. Uh, he he he's scared of that. Um, and of course the episode ends with him doing his classic engage line and this whatever. Uh, that is the episode. Of course, we've glossed over the entire a plot of the episode, which is you know like <laughs> fairly glossable overall. It is somehow less interesting. 
Well, that is less the, interesting. The, it's, the Picard... it's less interesting than Picard and Wesley eating sandwiches. That was the best scene of the episode, though. <laughs> I, I know, but I'm just, just saying, when you boil it down to it, it, it shouldn't be less interesting than that. You know, Jordy goes over to help these uh, pa- uh, Paclids, yeah, um, and they're kind of a weird race. The way they talk is kind of unique. They're kind of non-committal to everything they say. And they kind of go around in circles. Like, what are you doing? Oh, well, we're looking for things that make us go. Well, why don't you go then? Well, because well, we can't go. Ship's broken, so we need something to make us go. Yeah, like make us strong, make us more, make us like they're, they're very, very distinct way of speaking. Um, and ultimately, you know, it boils down to Jordy's helping them. I thought it was a bit bold of him to offer to just beam over before they even understand what they're really wanting because it's very vague. Like, they don't give him a straight answer. And Riker's asking, and he's getting frustrated because they're just being. Uh, Let's be honest. Invasive. This is why Riker isn't the captain. Yeah, he even gets angry at one point uh, when when they're giving him shit. But Jordy uh, goes over, and at first it's fine until Troy comes on the bridge and says, "No, no, 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 no. They they they're not feeling helpless or wanting to help. You know, they 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 they're they've got something going on here. Jordy's in danger." I have a question. Yes. Is this the first time Troy has been useful? Like, actually offered something that wasn't immediately apparent to everyone else. Kind of. I, I, I say kind of because ultimately it never accomplishes anything and the situation happens anyway because everyone just kind of disproves, or at least they think they disprove what she's saying. Um, okay, yeah, but it does put them on edge and alert to look out for things. I yeah, Ra- Raker calls and says, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, fine, why wouldn't I be? And everyone thinks everything's okay until Jordy wants to leave and the, the alien steal his phaser and they want to make more. Turns out they've got a, a advanced bit of tech, they've got a duplicator, so they want to just take stuff and duplicate it so that they've now got it in the spades. And they want to be a fighter ship now, even though they're not really a fighter ship in the first place. Um, so they're going to make Jordy make them fighter strips and strong, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, ultimately, though, uh, Riker and Worf have a plan to just kind of, like, bluff them and kind of, like, try and send a hidden code to Jordy and sort of... as, as if they're going to leave them behind. And... Jordy just kind of gets it and they kind of put on a bit of a show where it's like, okay, you have to get to this range before you attack the Enterprise and the Enterprise just gives, gives them basically a harmless light show and Jordy's like, oh, well, they've beaten you. And it's like, it's just the whole thing. Uh, ultimately, uh, it's just kind of forgettable and <laughs> this goes in really it quickly. Really is, yeah. Like, there are a couple of nice beats, I guess. Like, you know, when Riker makes the objectively wrong call in just sending Jordy over, Worf kind of pulls him up on that. It's like, we sh- we should probably get more information before we do this because this this seems sketchy. Yeah, and because because they you know because they say what are you here for is like oh we're here for things. Well, can you be more specific? Just things that make us go. Need things. And Jordy says, well, I mean, I've scanned the ship. It's all engineering. I mean, I could fix it up in you know an hour or whatever. You know, it's not a big deal. And I was thinking, nah, this seems a bit too vague. You're gonna have to like confirm that this is a safe place for me to go. And you know, like you say, Worf kind of pulls him up for it, and I guess it's a nice touch that Riker not being the captain and not being as experienced does make this mistake, but it seems a bit obvious of a mistake to make. <laughs> it does, and it felt weird to me that Worf didn't kind of recommend a security detachment go with him. Mm. Like, you know, when he's actively acknowledging, no, this is weird, maybe we shouldn't send him over, and then to not insist that they send someone with him. Just yeah, go on, just send him on his own anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a bit odd. Um, the only other thing we really need to talk about is that the new character from last episode, who was back in this episode, um, 
I'm going with the second hypothesis I had last episode, which was they were setting her up to be a recurring character and for some reason changed their mind. You know, whether or not she didn't want to come back or they wanted rid of her or whatever, but... I, I suspect it's more... I mean, looking at it from now, mm-hmm. I suspect it's more to do with the actress maybe got another job, something. I, I don't know. Um, because there's she, nothing in the character that makes me feel like they would have changed their mind or there would have been poor reception. Yeah, she was fine. Like, because you know, she's there, you know, early on when Jordy's there, and I think I think uh, Wesley might even be there, and yeah. the you know she, she's kind of this comic relief character who's kind of always nervous, and she was fine last episode, and because she was new, I was expecting her to be borgified, and she wasn't. Uh, this episode, I was like, okay, she's going to have some sort of ending here, and she didn't, and she's not even shop again after the first couple of scenes where she was there for some comedy, and I'm like, yeah, she was meant to be a recurring character, and for whatever reason, that didn't happen. It stopped after this one, but yeah. um, given that they had her fill this role twice in a row, and gave her like a proper introduction last episode, where she this is her first time on the ship, and she has this little incident with Picard. Uh, she seemed likable enough. I mean, I'm not that yeah, upset she's gone, but... I mean, it, it's a shame because she was likable. I could have say I could see this growing into a fun character that you know I would have liked to have around for most of the show. As this was a, a Tilly ahead of her time, <laughs> <laughs> kind of was, yeah. Uh, and and we like Tilly, so uh, that's not a problem. Um, unlike some people, uh, but I mean. It was only two episodes. I'm not attached enough to care that she's gone. But as I say, it's just a shame that I could see the potential. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's basically it. I have nothing else to add. It's a pretty humble episode. Yeah, I mean, it's not the worst episode. It doesn't. It's not offensively bad. No, it's, it's not. It's kind of boring. It's not painful to watch. It just, it feels, after the last episode, where even from the first like scene, it felt like this is an important episode. This episode immediately felt like, yeah, this is going to be fluff. <laughs> yeah. It's it's fine. It's watchable, but it's just it's just kind of boring. It's it's not very interesting at all. There's just it's not even bad enough to make fun of. It's a very mid tier episode. Except Wesley's line of dialogue. Except that, yeah. Which I mean, you can make fun of like at least half of his lines of dialogue. None of them are as bad as that. That that is that that is the worst. That is the worst line of dialogue he's had the entire show up until this point. I'll say it's top three at least. I'm not confident enough without going back with a tooth, a fine tooth tomb. Nah, it's just it's the, 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 easily the most laughable line he's had all all show so far. Uh, I, I, I'll be surprised if he tops it. I, I, I can't see how you top this, but uh, that has been episode 17, Samaritan Snare. What is coming next time, you may ask? Episode 18 is called Up the Long Ladder. And here's the Don't description on IMDb. An antique distress signal leads the two lost 22nd, sorry, 22nd century Earth colonies, each facing doom in different ways, one by fire, the other by prolonged cloning. Okay, so the Enterprise comes across these two colonies from 22nd century. and Going to have to make a hard choice of which one to save, I, I, I assume. Uh, and... Yeah, interesting that the they're not. It doesn't say they're fighting each other. Usually, when they get a, an episode like this, they'll be at war or something. But this which is, is why I, I made that assumption there. Fe- it, I mean, again, could be completely wrong here, but it feels like the 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 crisis is they've only got the time and resources to save one of them. Which one do they choose? Maybe. 
Uh, but there you go, that'll be next time. So let us know what you thought of this episode in the comments below. Like and subscribe, all that stuff. All that helps us out. Uh, ding the bell to make sure you get the notifications on YouTube. Uh, you can support us in other ways, such as rating the audio podcast and Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. More people will find us that way. You can support us financially over at patreon.com slash TV. And you can do that for as little as $1 per month and you get bonuses, outtakes, extra episodes of some of the movie podcasts we do. Uh, you can also, of course, uh, get voting rights at the higher tiers and you get uh, early access to some stuff at the higher tiers, including this podcast, uh, the Star Wars review. So, Star Wars, Star Trek review. Uh, so, go do that. The Mandalorian's finally getting to him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. It's just there's too much Star Wars. That's all, that's all that says to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, that's us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching Star Trek, guys. And to everyone but Connor, live long and prosper. <laughs>